0: And hey, welcome back to Tiger Talk tonight here on KNEM and KNMO. Thanks again for joining us on this Wednesday Now We're going to shift gears and turn our attention over to golf, Nevada Lady Tiger Golf, to be more specific, as they have their season well underway and uh, about the mid- a little bit shy at the midway point of their season. It won't be that long, and they'll be getting into a conference and district play coming up in early and mid October. But joining us, longtime golf coach for Nevada High School for both the boys and girls, Brian Leonard. Brian, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Mike. It's always fun to come in and get to talk about the kids and uh, tell their performances and their successes they're having on the golf course
0: well you're certainly doing some good things uh where you don't have a full team but you're individually you're doing some good things out on the golf course so how do you feel about things as a whole as a whole i'm very pleased with it we've got um three girls that are playing
1: we've got four girls on the team total we've got a new girl coming in she's uh her name is verity and she's very new to the game of golf and we're still trying to get her um a little more consistent off the hitting shots and everything. But she's playing on the team. She comes to practice every day and practicing with girls. Um, we've got a senior, can't let our senior go, <laughs> Riley Severance. She's been with this program all four of her years, and she's really uh, – throughout the years she's improved tremendously. She's she's getting her games, her shots, her scores down. To, uh, she shot a 95 last uh, just mm-hmm. on uh, Monday at – Bolivar, so I'm very pleased with that score, getting towards the end of the season. Uh, junior, Paige Hertzberg, again, been with the program all three of the years. She can get her. She can shoot. She had her best round of, uh, I believe, 100 in one of the tournaments this year so far. So her goal is to get her shots down and get into the 90s, upper 90s, lower 90s if possible. And then we have our uh, sophomore, Emery Cameron. Um, she's right around the even par stage. She's been under par several tournaments. Um, she's won – I believe, two tournaments so far this season out of the three we've played. So uh, I've got a good stable, of the three girls that are playing consistently. And it'd be nice just to have that fourth player, just to get a score in there and actually have a team score. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, very pleased with the season at this point.
0: Opportunity uh, for Verity, as you mentioned, to, to join you, to, to be able to do that? Or just continue to work on her game and see what She's happens? She's
1: going to continue to work right now. She's still very inconsistent, mm-hmm. hitting the ball. And um, that's just frustrating for herself, And and it's it's it wears you out when you're swinging and swinging and swinging Mm. and taking several strokes. So, I don't think she'll be able to be on the course sometime this year. We're hoping if she works over the summer, over the spring, summer
0: next year, she might be able to be on the course for next season. Okay, well we'll look forward to that. And uh, let's talk about some of the things that have happened. Pardon me so far this season. Let's start, first of all, with your most recent tournament. That was the uh, the Bolivar tournament at Silo Ridge. Obviously a very nice uh, golf course, and uh, that's notable because uh, Emory Cameron comes back as the individual medalist in that tournament by one stroke with uh, 200 par 70, and, and that was a, a large, large field with a lot of large schools, and so that was a notable win right there.
1: That was a good tournament win, individually and team-wise. I heard several of the coaches. I hadn't been at that tournament in mm-hmm. probably – six or seven years. Uh, but I have heard several of the coaches talking that they would rather win the ball over tournament due to the fact of all the teams that come in, the different sizes of schools. You have the class one, two, three, and four for girls, and there's a lot of big schools there, a lot of good competition. So, yeah, that is a good contest to win. Siler Ridge is a host for state this year for class two, and that's where we're going to be for state. Mm-hmm. Um, always a beautiful course. Just a little FYI fact, the day that we played, the greens were like a tabletop. <laughs> they didn't even mow the greens that day. They just mm. rolled them. Mm. So I can just imagine what they're going to be at the state tournament. So, But getting the girls on that course, all three of them, getting to see um, just to lay out of the course, the greens where you shouldn't be and things like that. So I think it was a big help for all three girls to get on the course and get that opportunity to play it.
0: As far as, uh, you know, when she, when Emery goes on the course, she sees some familiar names out there, obviously, that she's familiar with. And it's going to be, and I bring that up because the Big Eight Conference tournament will be coming up at Marshfield in early October. And uh, you've got uh, Marley Edgerman from Marshfield and uh, you got uh, Lila Louderball from Springfield Catholic. And it seems like those three are always duking it out uh, whenever they meet in the same tournament.
1: They are. It's uh. It's what's really funny is usually our conference is tougher than our district mm-hmm. tournament, and that's good. That's competition is good for all mm-hmm. those girls. Uh, of course, Marley will have the home course advantage. Uh, Marshfield is a shorter course, is not as long as some of the bigger courses we played lengthwise, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, and I think that's um, for Emory, Her her length off the tee is a big advantage over some of the girls that she plays with, and so I. I it's just. It's a day on the golf course. Some days it's with you. Some days it's not. Some days you might shoot like five under par at Mm Schifferdecker. And there's other days you might shoot one or two over par. That's just a game of golf. And Mm -hmm. everybody knows that. So Mm -hmm. yeah, having those three girls for competition at the conference will help Emory get prepared for the district tournament coming up that same week.
0: Absolutely, well, and they and they seem to push each other. And uh, while we're talking about Emory, obviously we're not, we're familiar with her accolades. What is uh, where have you seen improvement with her from her freshman now to her sophomore year as she as she continues to mature? She's really gained a lot of um a little more distance off the tee, and I think a little more consistent
1: off the tee. Um, her at the beginning of this season, her wedge game and her putting were probably really just spot on they she could just drill some putts just from anywhere from 15 foot in she was making some putts Um, throughout the season I think her putting is kind of I don't know if it's the reading the greens or the different speeds of the greens her putting has kind of left her just a little bit not bad Mm. she's when you're shooting two under not much has left you so um, I think she's improved a lot off the tee box I think that's her big advantage at this point
0: and uh, of course, she got indoctrinated to the state tournament a year ago. Going, uh, we'll assume at this point she'll go back for a, a second appearance. So, uh, it, can she be a, a true contender?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, we got Marley again. Marley was a returning state champion. Um, I'm not sure what other schools, I can't remember what other two girls beat her at the state tournament for second and third. But yeah, Emory will be a strong contender at the state tournament, especially at Silo after coming off that victory.
0: And what do uh, Riley and uh, Paige have to do to make sure they get to make that appearance? Consistency.
1: We're still working
0: on swing speed. They're still a little
1: timid coming down on their swing speed. We've been working with both of them on that. Uh, putting, putting mm-hmm. has been a big thing for both of those girls throughout the throughout all their career at the high school here, and we're just trying to work on reading, getting you know, working on reading greens a little better. Uh, if you miss a green, you got to chip it up closer. So, short game, short game, short game. Chip and mm-hmm. putt, chip and putt. Um, Riley and Paige both have a very strong tee shot if they swing the club at it. And we still are just trying to work on getting that swing speed, getting that impact, and keeping it in play, consistency off the tee. And so I think they've got a really good shot at going back. Um, They both have been the state the last two years. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, they, they have a really strong, strong chance of returning again this year for state.
0: All right, we look forward to that. Well, of course, a lot of hurdles before that. You got some tournaments yet to play. And one of the reasons we brought you in today is to talk about the Nevada Lady Tiger Invitational, which will be coming up next week on September the uh, 23rd, which will be a week from Friday, September 23rd, uh, here in Nevada. So let's talk about that tournament. Uh, sounds like you got a good, a good field for that day long event.
1: Yeah, we got a good field coming in. I have to say that um, this is our 18th year hosting this tournament. I started this when I first started coaching mm-hmm. golf for girls. Uh, last year was the first year we had ever won our own tournament. <laughs> and it was very emotional for me as a coach. Um, some tears were shed, and I still think about it every time I'm winning that tournament, our own tournament. Of course, this year we won't have that opportunity because we don't have the full field. Um, we got the normals coming in, Joplin, Carl Junction, Carthage, um, Stockton, Butler, Webb City, uh, Frontenac's coming over from Kansas. They've mm-hmm. got four girls that a couple of them are not too bad of golfers. Uh, Lamar started a girls program. They're bringing their girls up. Um, I don't know if I mentioned Stockton, but, um, Dorado Springs also started a girls program they're coming over mm-hmm. for the tournament. So I've got six full teams and then four partial teams. It will tee off at eight 30 on friday september 23rd um, come out you're welcome to come out as spectator uh, there are spectator guidelines i will have those up the course uh, do not bother the girls no communication with the girls at all but you will get to see some pretty good golf i know that it depends who Emery's paired with i know um, maybe the girl from joplin and maybe the girl from frontenac are going to be coming in and playing with her we'll just kind of see what their averages are so It's just a good opportunity to see some Levada Lady Tiger Golf on their home course. Don't have to drive as far to watch it. Um, So I'm, I'm hoping that some people can come out and watch this. Uh, I always thank the city of Nevada and Frankie Peters Municipal Golf Course for letting us use the course. Nevada Country Club let us practice over there a lot, Mm -hmm. too. We don't have the matches over there just to the fact that we don't have the carts. Mm -hmm. But it's just nice to have both of those layouts, the different types of layouts, the smaller greens at the club, tighter course. Um, Then we have the wide-open, you know— kind of links course at nevada so it's just great and i have, always have to thank those people that help us out to provide that for the girls and the boys both
0: and a couple of uh, couple of notes uh, the tl time and the shotgun starts it'll be a shotgun start at eight thirty. Okay. if we can get started a little earlier once
1: everybody's there um, we'll probably be done by 1 32 um, so we'll have lunch out there for the girls when they're out there playing um, the weather's supposed to be you know you never know. As it can, of today, <laughs> yeah, maybe eighty five, maybe ninety five. It just depends on the weather. I've seen both. We had rain before, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm looking forward to this tournament again. So I'm excited for the girls to get to play at home.
0: And golf is uh, one of those interesting sports because uh, obviously there's a team concept, and everybody would like to uh, be able to compete with a full team, but uh, it's not uh, a complete necessity because you can play as an individual. And even if you're having, even if you're in the team event, you still play as an individual. So that makes uh, obviously the sport unique.
1: It does. Um, We've had this discussion at the Misha Advisory Board for years about is this a team sport? Is this an individual sport? Mm -hmm. And so throughout the years, they've tried to do different um, scenarios and formats of how you qualify for state. Um, I know that the last two years, they've qualified just the team members that they're because you play five golfers Mm -hmm. and you score four. And so when you go advanced to state as a team now, it's just those four golfers that go. That fifth golfer does not go unless they're part of the top 12 that qualify after the teams are knocked out. So they're still doing a team competition. Um, individual, you go out in the golf course, you're playing against yourself. You're playing against the course, but you're also playing against the field that's on the course that day with you. So, yeah, it's, it's a combination of both. And I've been lucky enough to experience the team format with the boys and the girls both a couple times. But it's just that excitement of, okay, what scores are coming in, what boys are going to, what girls are going to bring scores in. But you also have that individual, You okay, what are they shooting? I'm going to go check and see what they're shooting. So it's a very unique sport. So I
0: know I love it. Absolutely. And it uh, will go quickly because it won't be long, and you'll be kind of in your postseason, well, right at the first of the month, actually. Let's talk about the uh, – of course, after the Nevada Tournament, you've got uh, Butler coming up on the 29th, and then the Big 8 Golf Tournament on October the 3rd. Let's touch on that because that will be over at Marshfield. You just played in our tournament. Uh, Marley Edgerman will be on her home course. He won the Marshfield Tournament on her home course. So uh, what do you expect uh, – you already mentioned the Big 8 Tournament is usually tougher than districts, so what do you expect when you go over there? Um,
1: Marshfield's a pretty nice little course to play. It's a shorter course, I think – both of the girls, well, actually Riley and Paige, had a pretty good showing over there. I'd like to see both of them down in the 90s. Um, that'll get them ready for the state tournament. So I'm expecting some. I'm hoping maybe top 20 for you know Riley and Paige to get their confidence boosted up for her districts. Um, again, for Emory, it just depends on you know what's going on that day. Um, she's got she she has the capability of. You know, shooting two or three under over her at that course, mm-hmm. it's just keeping the mental state, mental mind ready to go. And I think she's she at this at this point in the season, she's um, she's there and she's ready to
0: compete. You mentioned Lamar's added uh, girls golf. How many of the fourteen big eight schools are now doing girls golf?
1: I believe all of them, but maybe two. Mm-hmm. That is East Newton and um, Seneca.
0: Does Seneca have a team. Who Seneca?
1: Yes, they do. Oh, okay. So maybe just East Newton okay. now, but there's several of them that have gotten teams now through the program. So I know that Lamar's uh, – one of their girls played with the boys' team last year. Mm-hmm. And then Mountain Grove last year for boys' districts had three girls on their district team. So that's why they went to girls'. So um, a lot of more teams and schools are getting girls' golf – it's getting a little more popular, mm-hmm. but you still have to have the people to come out for golf.
0: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And uh, so, uh, obviously, you want to get back. And speaking of that, you obviously want to get back to a team into team competition. So, uh, is that a process that you you're actively talking to students or those that you can identify that uh, that can get out on the golf course? I have talked and
1: talked and talked. <laughs> um, I, I, I tease about this, you know, recruiting, recruiting. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> Stealing from other sports. and You know, golf is one of those games that everybody thinks it's too difficult to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure who said this quote, maybe Harvey Pinnock. Golf is a very simple game, mm-hmm. but it's not easy. <laughs> and so a lot of people don't they, – they look at that thinking, man, I, I can't play that. And it's, it's an individual. You're out there mm-hmm. by yourself on the golf course. And you're going to make mistakes. We're all amateurs. Mm-hmm. You're going to hit a bad shot. You watch TV every weekend. Those guys hit bad shots. You don't see them all on camera, but they will hit a bad shot. Mm-hmm. So you just have to learn and get it in your attitude, your head, that I'm going to hit a bad shot. There's nothing embarrassing about it. You just move on, laugh at yourself, and play another shot, and move from there.
0: And there are a lot of girl sports in the fall (laughs) that you have to compete with, obviously.
1: You're exactly right. Um, I thought I was going to have a couple more, and they went other avenues for them. I think one went um, maybe softball, and one went volleyball. So, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: It is what it is. Yep, absolutely. Well, we'll hope for the, hopefully some of the younger ones that are coming in. will see the opportunities and, uh, and and take and take the bait and get in there and uh, swing that golf club a little bit. Well, right after the conference tournament, you're going to turn right around then and get ready for your district tournament on October the sixth, and uh, you get to make a little short drive over in Mountain Grove uh, for the Class Two II District Three tournament. Uh, but uh, large field of schools, obviously, but a lot of familiar schools. So, uh, Woody, uh, again, uh, let's talk about uh, the expectations for district play.
1: Um, I was going to sit down after the ball of retirement and look at some of the scores like for Ava and mountain Grove and some of the schools that are in our district. I haven't had time to do that yet. I'm, I'm going to look at that, but we've got a really good chance of all three girls getting in there. I don't think there's anybody else coming into our district that we have not seen competition wise. Um, of course Catholic got bumped up the four a, they were three a last mm-hmm. year and now they're up to four a, um, Is that so- based on
0: success. Pardon me? Is that based on success? Oh, yes.
1: They, yeah, there's yeah. a there's A scale. formula there, yeah. The formula, they get boosted every time they win a mm-hmm. state or compete at state. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're up to 4A. Eventually, they'll drop back down whenever their mm-hmm. their success they, – they actually won the ball of a tournament. Mm-hmm. So their success will probably continue, and they'll <laughs> stay at 4A for a while. But, um yeah, there's really not very many teams I don't think that we have seen. So I, as a coach going into the district tournament – I I see good things for these three girls that are competing in this. So mm-hmm. if we can just – we're going to go over on Saturday the 1st, play a little practice round just to see the course. We've never seen it. It's a municipal course at Mountain Grove. Uh, it looks pretty short. So that can be a little advantage for some of the girls too. So I'm I'm excited. And um, I do expect good things from these girls because mm. they, they have the capability – of advancing the state again.
0: I know Misha has, and you're on this advisory board, but uh, uh, Misha has tinkered with the uh, state qualifying. Uh, so are we staying status quo from a year ago?
1: Yes, we are. We wanted to do this for two years. They brought that up to the <laughs> executive board at Misha, and Misha says, nope, we're going <laughs> to stay at the two teams, The only the four scores that count, top 12 individuals after that. If a member of that top 12 – is part of one of the teams, then they can actually compete on the team of the four. We also have a new rule from last year that um, we have a kind of like a mercy rule,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: running clock, whatever you want to call it, that the girls can take a 10, but if they take a 10 on the hole, they do not qualify for the state tournament. So if we've got a girl out there and she gets a 13 on the hole, Then she can take the 13, but if she gets another 13, our best advice is probably go ahead and take 10s from there because just doing the numbers, we've had a couple coaches sit down and do the mathematical formulas. Usually if you have at least two or three holes that high, you're not going to qualify. qualify for state anyway just for the numbers so that's another mercy rule that's in effect again this year so um, yeah it's it we'll see what happens you never know what the advisory board will do next year (laughs) if you recall two years ago they did top 15 individuals only Mm -hmm. or top 18 and if they were they had a team and that's the one year that we had only one team at state for one of the classes so that went away really fast
0: live and learn (laughs) live and learn so again the top 25 uh, does, does Oh no, sorry, the top 25, the top 12, uh, those outside of the qualifying teams, or uh, does that include the qualified no, teams?
1: Outside the qualifying the two teams will be knocked out from the scores. Okay. Then we'll take the top 12 from there, um, and they'll be advancing to state.
0: All right. And then state tournament, as we already mentioned, back at Silo Ridge for, for class two. That obviously is good news because you're familiar.
1: Very familiar. with by Silo Ridge. I've been going over there for. <laughs> Seventeen years. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. that was my first grill state tournament. We went over there for a team when I had Emily Benbrook and Tab the mm-hmm. and Eleanor Horse and that team. So very familiar with the course. Uh, Brian Daniels is a pro over there and his assistant Jake. They do a excellent job. Their um, greenskeeper over there has been outstanding, keeping those greens. They're always over there doing something. So. They're going to have that layout, um, state competition worthy, they, I guarantee it. It's not going to be unfair, mm-hmm. but it will be a state course, and it will be playing pretty tough. Those greens are
0: quick. And those dates, again, for people who might want to mark us, are October 17th and 18th. Right? That is
1: correct. On a Monday and Tuesday, um, we'll go over on a Sunday, have a practice round. Um, but we'll play that Monday and Tuesday, and we'll just hopefully we'll have some good outcomes. All
0: right, great. We well, hope that you have continued success on the golf course. Hope the weather stays good and uh, continued success. And uh, we'll look forward to covering and hearing about it as time goes on. Thanks for the time today. Well, thank you, Mike. That is Nevada Lady Tiger Golf Coach Brian Leonard. We'll come back and I'll tell you about our broadcast plans for football and other things coming up this the rest of this week. We'll do that for you after this final timeout on Tiger Talk.